Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to In the Huddle special live Dutchman Shoes pregame episode on 1160 AM WABY Mechanicville and SaratogaMoon.com. For the next 90 minutes, you'll hear from the voices, past and present, who have helped shape the oldest college football rivalry in New York State. From anecdotes to predictions, you'll hear from both sides of this historic Union Dutchman and RPI Engineers matchup, being played today for the final time on RPI's 86th field. So without further ado, live from the campus of RPI in Troy, New York, here are your hosts, Frank Rossi and Eric Wren. And it's a beautiful day here in Troy, New York. We welcome those of you that are listening at 1160 AM WABY Mechanicville and SaratogaMoon.com. I'm Frank Rossi, joined by Eric Wren, and it's Shoes Day here in the parking lot. Here with Dick Cassell, senior. Well, you know, Frank, Harvard. you're hearing the sounds of Troy, New York, on a fall day in the Dutchman's Shoes rivalry. Lots of action here. Had a chance to play in this game a few times myself, so lots of excitement, lots of pageantry. As you said, the oldest collegiate football rivalry in upstate New York. Well, uh, we appreciate uh, everybody joining us here. In case you don't know what In the Huddle is, folks, In the Huddle is a show that we uh, do on Sunday nights on blogtalkradio.com slash LLrecap. Uh, 7.30, usually an hour and a half or two hours. Eric Brennan and I go through previews and reviews of the week's games and whatnot and uh, have interviews galore. And we have some interviews actually from Wednesday that Eric performed at the Dutchman's Shoes Luncheon. How was that event, Eric? I performed them. I like that. Like a surgeon, Frank. Uh, that was a good time. You know, there was a lot of, uh, all the media was there, the local capital district media, the captains, the coaches, the athletic directors. Um, so it's good coverage. They've been doing that for a lot of years, and both schools had a great message. And I had a pleasure sitting down with the senior captains from both RPI and Union. And like you just said, we're going to hear from some of those sound bites today throughout the pregame show. And, uh, folks, if you want to communicate with us, you can actually text us today. Uh, go ahead. And uh, text us at 646-234-6978. Send a text message to 646-234-6978. And uh, we're going to have some interviews, as we said, uh, coming up throughout the uh, afternoon here on In the Huddle's uh, pregame tailgate show. And, of course, kickoff, 1.07 p.m. it's scheduled for today. So uh, make sure that you stick around for that. Carmen Audino and myself and Tom Santa Barbara will be uh, bringing you kickoff in that game uh, between RPI and Union, the oldest college football rivalry in New York State, in case we haven't said it three times already for you folks. Uh, so listen, Frank, you know, this is the third year in a row we've done this. Uh, I actually have you, for those who aren't here in Troy, juxtapositions is my word of the day, inside of the RPI fan base with your garnet dress shirt on. I, I probably should have talked to you about that last night before you wore that today. But uh. Well, you know, we got to identify who's Frank and who's Eric because we look so similar normally that we have to distinguish who we are. We, we, yeah, we, we, we're, a, we're a picture of twins, you and I, Frank. That's, that's what most of our fans actually say to us. So. Except I'm Arnold and you're Danny, just in the height disadvantage kind of way. So we actually have, for the folks today, Frank, a schedule of uh, interviewees and, like we said, pre-recorded segments of some of the captains who are going to share with us their memories. We have some dignitaries from both campuses, and then, you know, gosh, help us. We're, we're going to take this show live with the microphones out to the parking lot with some former players to bring you some spirited perspective and comments about, you know, games past and also this game present. 
nothing like good live radio. We always risk this over the Internet, but there's no FCC to uh, guide us there. Here we have some uh, regulations, so we, we hope everybody in the parking lot does cooperate accordingly today. We're on a delay, right? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Frank, I, I've, I've judiciously picked out folks I think I want to talk to, so, you know, we should be okay. Lots of uh, things going on here from the parking lot. Folks are grilling. Folks are cooking. I see some pig roasts. I see folks having a few of the early morning libations. I guess it's 5 o'clock somewhere all the time, isn't it, Frank? It definitely is. Uh, 5 a.m. perhaps is when I got up today. I could have used some libations for getting up that early with a little caffeine uh, added into it. Well, we're probably about another minute away. Um, you know, we're, we're, we got a schedule. It's, it's not a firm schedule. It just depends on how folks stop by. I do have close to us. Our first guest, and we're actually mixing it up a little bit this time, different, Frank. Uh, Dennis Robertson, the uh, father of RPI senior quarterback Jimmy Robertson, is going to stop in for a player's parents' perspective. He's seen a few of these games, so we're actually going to take a moment with him. Um, I think you have some folks lined up. Uh, I love it, Frank. We're fluid here. We're, we're, got, we're on the fly. We've got Carmen Dino actually coming by. You know, Carmen and I never get to talk about the history he played in this game. We never get to talk about that that really? much. Yes, I did. didn't know that. Yes, the, before John Audino was coach. Probably before I did, though, in 93 and 94, right? Exactly. 92? He was okay. in the early 80s. So we'll have Carmen Audino join us later on. And also uh, we're going to have uh, Joe Catalano's dad, who will have an interview uh, from uh, Joe Catalano that you did on Wednesday. Well, Joe Catalano's dad, much like Mr. Robertson, who I think we're going to actually start up. But first, why don't we play uh, the interviews with Jimmy Robertson and uh, Aaron Slavasi from earlier this week, and then we'll uh, have the interview with Mr. Robertson. Great. We're here with Aaron Savasi. Uh, I think the fans would just like to hear your best memory of the game. Um, well, some of my best, you know, obviously a couple of my best memories have been, uh, you know, I've scored a touchdown again in the Dutchman Shoes game each of my first three years. Um, obviously, each of those three touchdowns are special memories. Uh, and, you know, Two of the biggest memories were the past two years when we won it, obviously. Uh, after the game, you know, holding those shoes up in the air, having the whole team, uh, you know, around each other, just jumping up in the air, just, you know, holding the trophy and having Coach King break us down after a big rivalry game like the Dustin Shoes game. He, uh, you know, breaks us down for after each trophy game, WPI when we win the transit trophy and uh, the Union game when we win the Dustin Shoes trophy. So it's definitely a special occasion, and uh, each of the players definitely look forward to that. My freshman year, is, uh, I heard about it. I heard about the special Coach King breakdown, and uh, you know, I finally got to see it my sophomore year, and it was uh, definitely a nice, you know, a nice experience. So definitely trying to get back there, try to make sure we retain the Dustin Shoes Trophy for this year, and uh, you know, bring it home for the third straight year. Anything extra this game means he's a senior? Definitely. Um, you know, like, like I just said, uh, you know, being this, this is my senior year, so it's the last time I'll get to play in this game. Uh, RPI can't say that you know they've won this game three years in a row too many times. I think it might have been done once before, um, years and years ago. But so that's definitely something that the senior class is uh you know looking uh, forward to. Um saying, you know, being able to say that we you know, we did bring it home three years in a row. Uh we're definitely, you know, giving it out all this week in practice. We're giving that extra effort, um, knowing that it's a Dustin Shoes game and uh, you know, hopefully at the end of the game we'll have the outcome that we want. Years and years ago with guys like us that were old. Well great. Aaron, thanks a lot. Congratulations on great clear and good luck in the future. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm joined here with Jimmy Robertson, senior quarterback and four-year starter for RPI. Give us your uh, biggest memories or biggest moment of the rivalry. I mean, the past three years have all been great games. Uh, the past three years being the starting quarterback here. And, I mean, beating them back-to-back -back years, you know, sophomore and junior years, definitely something special. Last year, you know, 
being able to get a victory out in their field, you know, two years in a row, um, something that an RPI team hasn't done in a while. So that's probably one of my best memories in this uh, rivalry. Fantastic. Anything special as a senior you want to take out of this game? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is the last time this game is going to be played in 86. So, I mean, the seniors were taking pride in that this year. Definitely want to leave Troy as a senior with the shoes still here. So, you know, we're taking extra extra pride in this game this year. Jimmy, is there anything you want to say to the fans and to the students and the people that supported you for all these years listening locally today and as well as across the country? Yeah, I just want to thank everyone in the community, you know, everyone from RPI that supported me throughout my career the past three years and, you know, supported the RPI football program as a whole. I mean, it's been a great experience so far. Um, you know, just hopefully everyone will come out to the game. I mean, it's going to be a good one. Dutchman Shoes game, it's one of the, you know, one of the best games in the nation every year. Uh, so it's going to be a great atmosphere. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Great. Thanks a lot, Jimmy. Good luck this weekend. Thank you. All right. So, folks, you just heard from the Jimmy Robertson from the Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute. And guess what? We're privileged to be joined here by the Mr. Robertson, the original Robertson, Dennis Robertson, Jimmy's father, parent of uh, senior quarterback Jimmy Robertson, captain for RPI Engineers, also parent to a quarterback from Susquehanna. We'll talk about that in a second, too, a little dynamics there. But, uh, Dennis, thanks for joining us and in the huddle, and you've seen a few of these games. Talk to, talk to us and the, the people listening about what it means to be a parent of a college football player and, a, and being a part of a rivalry like this. Uh, thank you, Eric. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, you know, everyone knows rivalries, you know, Army, Navy, Texas, Texas, Texas tonight. You know, for us, it's, um, it's, it's Rensselaer Union. Um, and, and, um, the, uh, the excitement, and you can see it here in the parking lot, and we're still, you know, more than an hour away from game time, is just electrifying. And this game is, is so, so exciting. Any parent who has an athlete as a child and even knows from their high school days and grammar school days, you know, you want to beat your rival. And this is our rival, and they're up for it. And um, and we, we couldn't be more more excited about today. So you've seen three of these Dutch shoes games already. You've won two in a row as a parent. Your son's been to the postseason postseason two out of three years in his career, or NCAs, I should say. He's been to the postseason every year. Yeah. You know, y- y- if you haven't been around the RPI program for 20 or 30 or 40 years, like like you know, a lot of folks have, you kind of start to get a little spoiled by this, and you think this is this is the right. norm, right? So RPI has a chance to win this game for three years in a row for the only the second time since 1950. Um, you know, you come from Yonkers. You guys come from downstate. Did you know anything about this rivalry or in the recruiting process? Talk to us about, you know, what you learned or what you knew about this game coming in. Well, you know, as far as the rivalry, no. We, we didn't have any knowledge of that when Jimmy was being recruited. Uh, we, there was a, another Iona Prep student here, Andrew Ochek, and so we knew a little bit about RPI. And quite frankly, uh, we have uh, chose RPI, and Jimmy chose RPI because of the coaches. You know, Coach King, as you pointed out, is a class act, and what parent wouldn't want their son around Coach King for four years and Coach Delmonico? And Jimmy's been very fortunate. He's had, you know, arguably the best quarterback in RPI history, Dan Cole, as his mentor for four years. So it's really worked out well. But we learned quickly about the rivalry our first year. And when Jimmy was a freshman, it was a 49-42 shutout, I mean, shootout, and um, you know, we felt real bad about that, particularly for the seniors. And here we are now, uh, you know, as a senior parent, and uh, it, it's interesting. But uh, we know how important this is to the school, you know, and to the neighborhood, so to speak. All right, so you mentioned the 49-42 shootout. Take us back three years ago. Your son's the starting quarterback for a Division three college team that just, you know, only a couple of years before that had made it to the Final Four. Great program here in Troy. 
typically the, the mark of the hallmark of successful good programs is not where key positions you have freshmen starting. I mean, I think you'd probably agree with that. Most most programs want to aspire to having senior upperclassmen leadership and freshmen learn. However, hey, your son comes in and he's playing in an offense that's a spread offense, throws the ball a lot. Probably the most one of the, arguably the most important positions on the field. A lot of pressure as a freshman. Take us back to that week at Dutchman's Shoes, and, and when it came down to whoever wins goes and saves. Did you have any conversations with him? What did he say about that week? Was did you guys talk a lot about that and what, what he's feeling throughout the season? Uh, re- regarding well, that the, week in particular, so that, going back to his 49, year, 40, well, 49, 42, you know, he he felt horrible. You know, Jimmy. Well, I'm talking about the week before though, going up to that game. Was he you know really nervous or? I I I think you know I you know Jimmy. If you know Jimmy, he doesn't show a lot of emotion and doesn't talk a lot. That's one of his attributes, I guess, on the field. You know, but I think he knew, uh, and it had playoff implications. That game, you know, the winner of that game was going to go to the playoffs, and. Um, and like I said, it was, I mean, you had some great players on that team. John Branch, uh, uh, Bernardo, just some unbelievable players who had been to that, 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 that semifinal that you referred to. And, um, so I, I think, uh, he didn't say it, but I think he was feeling a little bit of the pressure. You know, quite honestly, he played like a freshman that year. And like, hopefully this year, he doesn't play like a freshman. We're uh, being joined by Mr. Robertson, uh, Jimmy Robertson's dad. For those of you who are big RPI fans, senior quarterback, captain of the team. And uh, just an all-around good guy. He was actually our first ever guest on in the huddle uh, from uh, weeks back, and it was an exciting time for us to have him on. Great to have you on. I'm sure we're gonna have him back, uh, Jimmy. That being uh, on the show sooner or later, because it looks like RPI is primed for a great season. But you brought up playoffs uh, a few years ago. They were in a position. Does it almost feel a little like deja vu in terms of at least from RPI's end of the spectrum? There's a certain expectation of certain scenarios that are pretty present right now, yep. and you have the scenario with, you know, a possible letdown at the end of the day if yep. they don't win it. How, what's he said about that, if anything, about the playoff scenario, or are they really taking this one week at well, a time? Well, you know, one thing, and I, and I know this from talking to Jimmy throughout the week, uh, the coaches at RPI stress one game at a time, you know, and this is all they're thinking about is union. You know, I mean, and the one difference this year, though, which is kind of an interesting twist on this rivalry, this is not the last game of the season. It had been the last game, so everything had already been predetermined. Predetermined. So you knew exactly where you stood at the end of that, the game the previous three years. This year, uh, there's still two regular season games remaining. You know, so, um, I mean, you, you guys know that the scenario. Obviously, RPI just wants to win every game. WPI is playing Hobart today, and that's a huge game. And it has playoff implications. The Hobart comes here next week. It's basically an elimination game going out in uh, Geneva. Today. Pretty much, yeah. 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 For Pool A, Pool C, for those of you that don't know, that's how the NCAA Division Three playoffs are broken down, how they pick their teams. But uh, we'll talk more about that during the main broadcast, maybe a little bit later uh, today. Anybody want to say hello to yourself? Uh, you may have some listeners. We're going to put this on uh, the Blog Talk radio site, too, well, the archive. I, oh, yeah, I listen to you guys every Sunday night. It's, uh, you know, that, that inaugural guest of yours really got me hooked. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> a good lad. I, I got to meet his parents someday. They must be good people. <laughs> so uh, it's really great what you're doing. Someone for taught him how to be a good, cordial guest on, on yeah, the air. Yeah, Boy, yeah. I wonder where he learned that from. <laughs> so, uh, but I would like to say hello to Jimmy's grandfather, who's back home in Yonkers, listens to every game, and is trying to, get this, find you right now as we're speaking, but he'll certainly be listening. And his brother, Dennis, who, as you mentioned, plays for Susquehanna, actually, and he listens to every game. He coaches high school now, so he doesn't get to make the games, 
but he gets to listen and watch them, actually. So I'll say hello to, to all, the, all the rest of the family. I know we're having a little bit of an audio problem back in the studio, but uh, at least uh, this uh, end of it we'll be able to put on the archives. It's going to come in clear. So uh, for people that are having trouble, we're aware of it. But uh, you're on 1160 AM, WABY, 8 com live and Block Talk Radio on the archive. And we appreciate Mr. Robertson joining us today. Uh, I, I, you know, it's tough for you to wish you luck. For <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to have to answer questions from you, actually. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> I try to ride the line. On this one, just because I'm wearing the garnet shirt. Sure. <laughs> I will, I will I will give Frank one prop in that you know he he has been the radio voice of the union fighting Dutchman for many years but he does try to limit himself being you know a, a home guy in, in, as far as a journalist uh, you know so he he does give people credit where it's due so I'll give you that piece of credit Frank it's about the players it really to us it is about the players it doesn't matter what you suit up as yeah today we're rooting for people uh, once we're done with this in our own hearts but we got to ride the line when we're on the radio like this. And uh, Jimmy uh, got a soft spot now because he was our first guest, so we appreciate that. We're going to have to move on uh, okay. to some other guests, but thank you again for joining us. Thank you very much. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I'll say one thing while Jimmy's dad is still here. When we first had that first week and we talked to Kevin Beatty, sports information director, and said, you know, we'd like to get Jimmy Robertson on, on the show, and I said, you know, how, how's Jimmy doing? I haven't really talked to him much a lot. And Kevin said, oh, you know, he's, he's kind of a, he can be a quiet guy here and there. You know, he, he lets his talking do itself out, play itself out in the field. But I'll tell you what, he got in the air and he acted like a veteran, like he was in the huddle. Well, I mean, he was in the huddle. Well, <laughs> but, exactly. But, uh, you know, he, he, was, he was a great, great guy, great, great to have on. So, so credit to you, Mr. Dennis Robertson. Congratulations for, you know, great career as a parent following your son, you know, raising a young man who did a nice job here both as a student and as a student athlete. So it's a pleasure to have you. Good luck today following RPI. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. I think that Savasi kid actually may have uh, had a little influence on opening uh, Jimmy up because if you heard our interview with Aaron Savasi early in the season, uh, he's just a microphone fiend, uh, no doubt about it. We really enjoyed that time, though, with him. Savasi uh, must have gone to, like, media camp or something because he is very, very sharp and seasoned on the air. In fact, I don't have to do a lot of prompting with him, Frank. He seems to know how to just, just bring it live. Well, you know, uh, we've got some more interviews uh, that we're going to play from Wednesday. Let's uh, actually move to the local hometown feel of this game. Nick Casal, Joe Catalano, especially. Uh, you take people through where those two guys came from, and uh, we'll let the interviews uh, play out the rest of that whole scenario. Well, Nick Casal is a local practice, so Joe Catalano. They, they played against each other in the CBA LaSalle rivalry. So, you know, prior to coming to, to Schenectady and to Troy, both of those young men, Met each other, you know, in high school between CBA and LaSalle. So a little bit of a local flavor before even coming to college. I know they both have mutual respect for each other, but they also want to probably beat each other's brains out today in the field. So like you said, Frank, we're going to hear from those two guys coming up right now. Here with Nick Cassell, senior defensive lineman, RPI. Do you have anything, any special particular memory of the Dutch Shoes rivalry? No, I mean... <clears throat> Watching my brother play was has always been a a great experience for me, and then and then actually put on the pads and square up against Union uh, kind of made the rivalry a little more real for me instead of just watching as a spectator. You're one of two local guys that are playing, local senior captains that are playing in this rivalry yourself, and Joe Catalano from uh, Union. Any uh, little bit extra incentive there going against Joe? Yeah, I mean in high school our game was a rivalry game with South CBA. Uh, both being Christian Brothers schools, so um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm kind of used to playing Joe by now. Um, definitely a little more incentive. Uh, we we try to, you know, it's been a good competition throughout our, our high school and college career, so keep that going. It would be great. Great. As a senior, what um, does this game mean to you? Anything extra? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. This is the, the last shoes game I'm going to play in. Um, not only that, but it's the last time the shoes game is going to be played on 86 field. So, I mean, I, I know the enormity of it for the program. I feel privileged to be able to play in this game, and I just want to make sure that, that we go out on top for, for this last time out we get. Anything you'd like to say to the students, the fans, you know, your friends, folks that are listening out there? Yeah, I mean, I hope everyone comes to the game on Saturday or tunes in and watches it because it's going to be a high level of football, and it's going to be a great game. Great. Well, always a pleasure talking to you. Best of luck to you on Saturday. Thank you, Eric. Thank you very much. Here with Joe Catalano, senior captain, Union Fighting Dutchman, local product, Albany CBA. Joe, thanks for joining us in the pregame. What's something special you want to take away from this game, this uh, big Dutch shoes contest? Um, I want to be the the team that gets the shoes back after you know after the two year absence and 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 really set the tone you know for next year's squad. You're a local guy. Um, how much do you think this rivalry means? Do you take a little bit more away from it being a capital district product and, you know, growing up in this environment and kind of hearing about this rivalry? No doubt. I mean, I grew up around it. You know, I read about it almost, you know, every week. And, uh, and you know, I know a lot of guys over there. Played against them in high school, playing against them now in college. Um, it's special, you know. There's not a lot of trash talking between us, but it's understood that, you know, we both want, you know, the shoes and only one team is going to come away with them. Um, what does this game mean to you as a senior? Um, as a senior, you know, one of three that are left, but definitely the biggest one of the three, I think, you know, that is left. And uh, and last time I'm going to get to play RPI is is, uh, is a sobering note, but I think that uh, I think I'm just going to play every game and every snap as hard as I can. Great answer. That's all you can do. Any kind of things you want to say to the folks being supporting you for all these years? Um, to my family, you know, my friends, my teammates, you know, my girlfriend, just thank you for all your support and being there, you know what I mean, every week, every fall, you know, for as long as I can remember. Best wishes to you this Saturday as well as the rest of your life and beyond. All right, thank you. And we're here. Well, I don't have his girlfriend with us, uh, and I, I do have to say that she's a very nice uh, young lady. Uh, we uh, interrupted her. Uh, at the WPI game, they asked Joe to join us in the huddle uh, the following night. But uh, we do have his dad, at least. Uh, also, Joe Catalano, uh, it happens to be, uh, joining us here in the huddle on our uh, special 1160 AM WABY and com version of In the Huddle today. And thank you for joining us, sir. Hey, great to be with you. It's a great day. Well, you know, you both come across a little shy. We're going to get you out of that today. We're going to make you... Make make you a friend of the microphone today, so don't be scared of it. These are all softball questions. We lost at appearance. Yeah, we get the tough ones for the kids. Very good. That, that's that's our job. But uh, you know, Joe has uh, spoken at length about the season so far. We talked to him when Union was one and three earlier in the season. Now they're three and three. I mean, he seems to take a lot of this very personally. The uh, record, win loss record, especially, and the perception of the team. At least that's what's been coming across uh, from the interviews we've had with them and just talking with them generally. Is that a pretty good analysis of your son and how he's always been throughout his uh, football career? Yeah, Joe's always been a pretty uh, intense. He's always been a pretty intense young man. And 
you know, being a captain, he takes it very seriously in that uh, he, you know, when they're not being successful as they, as they might have liked to be, they um, he, he kind of takes that personally and wants to do whatever is necessary then at that point to maybe turn it around. Now, you guys uh, talk on a pretty routine basis. I would wager, and this game has been uh, coming uh, up for a while now, at least being circled on people's calendars with the two-week break uh, in between some St. Lawrence. So what's he been saying to you about this year's Dutchman Shoes game? Well, you know, this year and any year, the, the Dutchman Shoes game is always, you know, the, the highlight of the schedule. You know, whether the team is 1-3 and three or 3-3 three and three or, 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 you know, uh, undefeated. When you're playing RPI, this is the game that's circled, and uh, you got it. Uh, you're excited about playing it. Um, any predictions uh, or any uh, suggestions he's made to you about this year's game in particular? Because he brought up the fact he's one of the three remaining, basically, on defense in terms of just the consistency uh, with players, uh, starting uh, players and whatnot, because a lot of injuries, a lot of graduations, uh, and just a lot of uh, freshmen and sophomores popping out of nowhere this year. So it's it's got to be a strange feel on defense for him normally, but he's still a stalwart there. I mean, what's he feeling about in general about this game? Well, you know, as in with the game that's always this intense and in the rivalry, you know, these guys it's going to be a knockdown, drag out battle, and you know, and generally, uh, as we see in with games like this, a mistake here or there it will turn the table uh, in one uh, team's uh, direction. Before uh, Joe chose to come to the school, uh, Union College, how much did you know about the Union RPI showdown, uh, you know, the tradition, the rivalry and whatnot? And, you know, have you gotten a good dose of what it really means to people since you've been involved with it more directly as a parent now? Well, I mean, growing up in the area and being a sports fan, you're, you're always reading about the rivalry and seeing the scores year in and year out. And, and um, you know, you always understood that it was a, a big rivalry, and now that we're actually involved in it, and you know Joey's playing in the games himself, uh, it really, uh, it, I guess, it comes to the forefront that just how big a game it is. And you get the RPI fans, you get the Union fans, we're all together having a good time, and uh, for a great football game. Uh, now this will be a little bit of an odd question, but you saw Nick Casal play uh, when Joe was in high school. We had an interview with him before Joe. A very formidable force, is he not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, these kids are all strong, athletic kids, and uh, absolutely, you know, he's one of the strengths on that RPI defense, and he holds up that side of the line quite, quite handily. So it would be a big challenge. Now, the most important question I've got to ask you right now, uh, and for people that don't realize that the Catalanos are one of the families involved with the uh, pre and post game tailgates, especially the post game for the players. Uh, how do you get your sausage and pepper sandwiches to be that good? Because honestly, I, I'm hooked ever since WPI, and I missed out last time I was up here for a game. So how, how do you get it to that Italian sausage uh, and pepper sandwich to be so good? You got owe it all to my mom. What can you say? <laughs> well. I got to give her a hug and a kiss later uh, for that uh, in exchange. They won't let me have any RPI cookies for Mrs. King today. I've already been denied. Oh, Eric boy. won't let that happen, so he can't have a sausage and pepper sandwich. On the other hand, okay? That's only fair. Thank you very much, Thanks Joe Catalano, father of Joe Catalano, who will be playing uh, on the defensive line for Union one final time in this matchup. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much.
And uh, again, Frank Rossi, Eric Wren, we are in the huddle this afternoon here on the campus of RPI in Troy, New York. Uh, 11.60 a.m. WABY Mechanicville, SaratogaMoon.com, and Block Talk Radio slash LL Recap for those of you that will listen to the archive later. And uh, Mr. Catalano's uh, relinquishing the equipment, giving it back to Eric Wren, who's about to rejoin me here. Eric, uh, a great interview. You can't have a sausage and pepper sandwich from uh, that end of the spectrum, we've decided, until I get a cookie. I, I Well, I, I don't want a sausage and pepper sandwich from the union side. Let's just establish that right now, Frank. <laughs> I brought my own sausage and peppers today, baby. I would I would put them to the test you, against Mrs. Catalano. You have been lobbying for that cookie for, like, three years now. And, I, and you know, just give it up, Frank. I, I can't give it up. I, it's my sixth-grade homeroom teacher, Mrs. King. Well, obviously it shows where her loyalties lie, my friend. <laughs> no kidding. Well, why don't you take us through what's coming up next here? Well, what's coming up next? We're actually... We're moving things around a little bit, um, we, as always. It you know, happens. We, it, it, happens. it happens. This is live radio. We, uh, oh, wait a minute. What's happening next? Hang on one second. Well, uh, here's here's a change of plans coming up right now. All right, radio. there you go, live radio. So, folks, joining us here. This is what happens. This we is what happens. This is, this is live radio. Our our next guest is a very special, close personal mentor of mine. He's been at RPI. I'll let him talk about it for a couple minutes. Um, he's been here for a number of years. The exact amount escapes me. The Vice President Eddie Knowles in charge of student student uh, life. Student life. I mean, we're, he's going to talk about what student life means in just a second. I'm going to hand over the mic. But yeah, Vice we're, President we're Eddie ask, Knowles. We're going to ask about Eric Wren's student life uh, during this interview. I hope you realize. So, folks, we'd like to welcome to the tailgate Dr. Eddie Knowles, VP of Student Life. Very influential man at Rensselaer community, a big, big football fan, a big fan of the, of the program in general. So, Dr. Knowles, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here today. And, this, of course, this is, a, as you know, a very special moment in time. Every year we look forward to this great rivalry between us and Union. And uh, I don't want to give you the final score, but let's just say we're going to win. <laughs> there you go. Folks, I would, I would expect a, a senior-level administrator from RPI to predict a victory. So we'll get that out of the way early. Dr. Knowles, you've been around here how many years? Uh, actually, 31 years now. So you have seen kind of the, the transition from what we call, I guess, for lack of a better term, leaner times in RPI football to where we're at today. You know, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about this more as we progress in day, but, you know, new stadium coming, multiple postseason bursts in the last 15 years. As someone who's an administrator and who's had different roles at the campus in charge of student life, what what does a rivalry like this, you know, Capital District, a big program like Union, someone who Union's had success over the years, they've been in the Stag Bowl, what does it mean in terms of its pers perspective to the overall student experience of the campus? Well, of course, as you know, Eric, athletics is a very important part of my portfolio in, in terms of areas of responsibilities. And with 23 varsity teams at Rensselaer, 12 for men, 11 for women, uh, it's, a, it's a critical part of the overall student experience. Uh, what some people may not fully comprehend is that athletics is, is an integral part of the Rensselaer experience with better than 70% of our students involved in either varsity athletics, uh, intramurals or club sports or just general recreation. So when you consider, you know, the magnitude of interest on the part of the student body in general, uh, then when you talk varsity athletics, well, that just is, you know, the peak part of what we're all about in terms of the competition between us and other schools. So, so for us, uh, certainly as, as they, as the saying going, goes nationally, when you think about football and basketball as kind of your trophy sports, 
but add to that for us the tradition of ice hockey that goes back many years. So for for uh, today, uh, this rivalry, which is a long-standing one in the history of, of Rensselaer Athletics, uh, this really represents uh, for us a pinnacle of what we've built out for the future in terms of where we're going, uh, not just with football, but with, with every uh, varsity team that, that represents us uh, across the spectrum of Division Three as well as, as Division One. I. I mean, there's been folks that throughout the history of RPI, you look back, it's been known as a hockey school, two national championships. Um, other than that, you know, there's been some success here and there, but realistically, you know, when you think RPI athletics, hockey is the first thing that comes to mind. You've been here around here a long time. There's been the folks, you know, at the, at the extreme end of the spectrum that have said, you know, athletics don't matter, RPI, right? You've heard all the all the different things said. You just commented on what it means now. Dr. Jackson's been the president now for I'm not sure how many years. Since 1999. And clearly under her administration, a lot of positive things have happened. RPI has made some tremendous strides on all fields of play. Talk about at the senior level of the administration, you know, where, I guess, athletics and, and even football, to, to, to a more isolated extent, fit in the Rensselaer plan. Well, you know, there are some 144 we will statements in the Rensselaer plan. I mean, it is a document that that uh, represents our action plan for becoming a top-tier, world-class technological research university with global reach and global impact. And that's the overarching statement. But when you drill down into the 144 we will statements, you find clear demarcation for athletics, that we will, we will do certain things to improve the overall athletic program at Rensselaer, having full-time coaches and supporting our teams in ways that give them the best possible chance of being successful, not just in the conference, but playing on the national level. When you look at what's occurred, uh, let's just take football because we're talking about a game today that's a significance for us. And by the way, the president's here too. Uh, she's she's going to be here for the game today. Football is one of her favorite team sports, uh, so she always mine too. That's right. <laughs> so, but when you but when you look at, at what we've done under the Rensselaer plan, uh, the East Campus Athletic Village uh, is not by chance. It's not by accident. Uh, this was all part of our strategic plan to build out facilities to meet the need of the customer. And by that, again, I'm, I'm talking about our varsity athletes, our students involved in intramurals and, and club sports, and then general recreation. The footprint on this campus uh, when Dr. Jackson arrived did not really meet the demand. And then when you talk about playing at the varsity level, our teams, uh, you know, as I was appointed vice president in 2000, and one of the first things that I said to our division was that athletics was a department that was outperforming the resources. That, that we have accomplished a lot in athletics, but without the level of resources that we need. So we've worked hard to infuse uh, support for athletics in terms of resources, improvement and facilities. Um, you know, we've done more than just the East Campus Athletic Village. We're finishing up uh, the first phase of, of renovations in the Houston Fieldhouse to provide our both our men and women's team with high-quality uh, uh, locker rooms, uh, new coaches' offices, uh, sports uh, training and medicine facilities, and we're going to build a VIP uh, box uh, that will actually uh, house all of our special guests in the West Grandstand. So we're really case of another snowball. Keep those people driving. That's right. Just to remind everyone, we're here with Dr. Eddie Knowles, Vice President, RPI, great friend of the program, longtime administrator at RPI, has held many different roles. You're listening to the In the Huddle Union pregame show, Union RPI Dutch Shoes. 
on blacktalkradio.com is the archive. And actually, we're on 1160 WABUI, Mechanicville, and Eric Wren. Frank Rossi is my co-host, co-host, Dr. Knowles. We're almost out of time with you. We really appreciate you stopping by. Bring it back to this game for a second. Yes, in, 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 in a minute or less, I know you follow this team. I know you're close to Coach King the program. What do you like about this team? You know, Jimmy Roberts has been here for four well, years. Well, you know, I, I tell you what, I what, we have a system now, and you, and you can see it. I mean, we've got we've had strong quarterbacks. Uh, we've got great offensive lines, uh, passing and receivers, uh, and a defense that, that is just very stingy. Uh, you know, I, I traditionally stand on the 30-yard line. I'm very superstitious about football. So that's where I usually stand, just around near the 30-yard line, uh, so that uh, I can be right there with the team and, and support them as they go on. And the coach kind of looks to the side to make sure that I'm there because he knows how suspicious, superstitious I am about us winning when I'm there. But, uh, but this team is, is a dynamic team, and this is going to be a very, very exciting game. So uh, Dr. Knowles, Dr. Eddie Knowles, Vice President, RPI, great, great asset to the institution, great friend of the program. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, each of these last several games, four or five years in a row now, decided by less than a touch, touchdown or less. You got a prediction for score today, Dr. Knowles? Well, I think today we're probably going to win by two touchdowns to take the pressure off for us. There you have it. Administrator Dr. Knowles, two touchdown win, Frank. Is, is there anything, you know, as a commentator, you, you want to address with that as, as the Union Radio guy? Yeah, a two touchdown win for Union, no doubt. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. And we appreciate it, Mr. Knowles. Okay. Thank you very much. Good luck today. Take care. And uh, we didn't get to ask him about Eric Wren's student life during uh, your time uh, at uh, RPI. That's all right. Not enough time for that. This is a family show, Frank. And, you know, we've got another guest actually just joining us for a couple minutes here. Absolutely. Well, actually, we're going to let this, – this is a good segue. Kevin Beatty is, is, is our – at RPI, the sports information director. He's been here – how long have you been here now, Kevin? 11 years. 11 years. 11 years. So after Ken Ralph had moved on to take a position at Colorado College, the previous AD – Ken served as both SID and interim AD. So Kevin understands the program very well. He understands the environment. So with that being said, I think what I'm going to let you do, Kevin, is introduce our, our, our next guest, position our, the new athletic director, Rensselaer, talk a little bit about his background and, and kind of let you, as, as a person that's been in here, knows the program, knows Jim's background, to kind of help us, our fans, set the stage. So Kevin Beatty, Sports Information Director for RPI. I'm Eric Ren, Frank Rossi on 1160. WABY, Mechanicville, and SaratogaMoon.com, and archived in the huddle. Kevin Beatty, here you go. Introduce our next guest. Thanks very much, Eric and Frank. First of all, I want to thank you guys very much for your willingness to uh, put this program together. What a, uh, a nice turnout, and I know you've had a great group of guests. Uh, your next guest is Jim Knowlton, uh, the new athletic director, new as of March. Uh, he was hired in December of uh, 07. Uh, started in late March of 08. He comes from the uh, military academy where he, long, long time ago, was a student athlete. Uh, played on the uh, cadets hockey team, uh, and then has been with it within their athletic department or within education uh, for many, many years. Served 27 years in uh, with the U.S. Army, and uh, we're thrilled to have him here. He's brought brought a uh, a pretty nice level of intensity, accountability. And a very dapper dresser. <laughs> Better than you, Ren. Better than you. Obviously, uh, Jim Knowlton is married, and his wife took care of him this morning. Uh, laid it out for him. Uh, so I, at this point, would like to introduce Jim Knowlton, uh, the athletic director at RPI. Mr. Knowlton, uh, we really appreciate you joining us, and uh, welcome uh, to 
the 86 field version of, uh, I'm welcoming you to your own show, but we've been here a little bit longer, I guess, technically, so I'm going to say welcome to our pregame show here at uh, Troy, and uh, we, you know, there's a lot of excitement right now around this program, uh, not just because of the uh, undefeated status of the football team, but because 86 fields being retired, let's say, and new facilities are opening up that you kind of joined uh, midstream as that planning was going on. Why don't you take us through why you came to RPI in the first place? What what really made you want this job? Well, let me start off by saying uh, thanks for what you guys are doing. You know, certainly uh, you and and Eric are doing a great thing, and I think there's a lot of people who are interested to hear about the story at uh, at RPI. So uh, I'm excited to be here. You know, just joining the team, it's a perfect time to join the team. As Kevin said, uh, first of all, he, my wife did lay my clothes out, so I, I, I have kudos to, to her. that. Yeah, kudos to Corey. Uh, <laughs> but as Kevin said, uh, it, it's a great time. There's a lot of energy in the athletic department right now, and there's a lot of great things going on. And I, I spent three months looking as I was retiring from the military at – at different schools, and I really wanted some place where excellence in both athletics and academics was important. And uh, you can't get any better than what we get here at Rensselaer. And so that was the first thing. And then, obviously, the commitment by the university, uh, as you start to put in the kind of facilities that we're putting in right now, you know that they're committed to having a very quality athletic program. And these facilities have really upped the ante for everybody, the, the accountability, the expectations, and uh, – as Kevin said, uh, I think everyone feels like this is just a huge opportunity. And so now as we move down and we look at the last game at 86, uh, you know, this is our last year at 86 Field, you say there's a lot of great memories here, but, boy, what an opportunity to move up into our brand-new stadium, 4,800 seats, and really to, to take it to the next level. Absolutely. This weekend, uh, or this week I was talking to Kevin, and he was saying, I can't wait till we get our new press box because the <laughs> – uh, interest that this game is uh, drawn. You guys are going to be uh, overflow capacity. You'll have TW3, Time Warner, uh, Channel 3 here broadcasting the game, too, uh, like they have the past few years. Now, I'm trying to remember, I think last year was your first year around this game. Uh, is that right? I know. I, I got here in March. Okay, so it was a little bit later than that. I remember the announcement was made, I think, a little bit earlier than your arrival, right. actually. So what's your feel of this game? I mean, look around you uh, for one second, I guess, and uh, – Okay, don't look too hard because you might not want to see some things going on as a military guy. But nonetheless, uh, what's your uh, take on this game? Well, it's funny. I think it probably took me about a day to figure out that we had a rivalry with Union. And Just a day, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And, and if it was a day, it might have been I figured it out halfway through the day. But, uh, you know, you could not have a better rivalry than what we have with Union right now. And it's it's interesting because... Yeah, it's interesting because Union and and Rensselaer have so many similarities. You know, they both have great academics. You know, the coaches have been around for a long time, so they, you know, there's a great rivalry with coaches. When you look at our student athletes and the and how close we are, 20 miles apart, everything stacks up to we recruit the same kids. We're always fighting. You know, when you talk to a kid and he either came here, he said, "Yeah, I was down to Union and you know to Rensselaer," and so. It creates just a wonderful rivalry, and we had a press conference this week, and, you know, to see Joe King and uh, Coach Ardito standing beside each other and having to smile was just classic. You know, I don't, I, I couldn't say it was a genuine smile, but they were smiling. It's a love-hate relationship. You got it. You got it. And so uh, I, I think it's one of those rivalries. I came from West Point where the Army-Navy game was it. 
this is this is the same type of feel. The energy, you know, the tailgating, and you know, as I look around, I do not want to describe everything going on, but no. yeah, it's it really is wonderful, and it's it's what a great football game and rivalry is all about. On the internet, we don't have the FCC. On radio, we do. <laughs> we and, do. Yeah. Uh, we have to be a little careful, but nonetheless, everybody's well behaved. I'm wearing a garnet shirt, and I haven't gotten killed yet, yep. so that's good news. Because I'm standing next to you. Yeah. Oh, that'll protect me. <laughs> I got a military guy right next to me right now. That's, that's uh, more protection than I need from you. But let me ask you. It's been about seven months now from uh, March. You're happy with your decision? Fantastic. Could could not be happier. And, and I think the thing that I've found is, one, every, everyone here at Rensselaer is supportive. They absolutely are very supportive of our student-athletes. And so that makes it so welcoming. I think the second thing is uh, we just have wonderful coaches and, and wonderful student-athletes. And so I had a meeting at the beginning of this year, got all 620 student-athletes together, and just talked to them about what an opportunity is to be a student-athlete at Rensselaer and how you, you got to cherish every minute of it because in four years you're a has-been athlete like the rest of us, and you say, wow, how did that go by so fast? Those are the best years of my life. And I think uh, I think I saw enough nodding of heads to say, you know what, and especially from the seniors who are looking at three years by already, you know, you can see them talking to the underclassmen and say, you better enjoy it because it really is, it's a special time in your life and it goes by just so quick. We'll let Eric uh, take a couple questions because uh, you, you guys are uh, compadres in terms of schools now. So, Well, I, I just actually just recently had a chance to meet Jim. I met him at the Bush Shoes press conference, but I've, I've heard tremendous things about your background. I, I know you're, you're a first-rate administrator, someone who cares about sports and who also understands relationships of, of ac academics and athletics, so a really good fit to this community. What I want to talk to you about is this big, humongous stadium going up there for, for RPI, East Campus Village. T talk to us about, you know what, Here's the, t tell us some things that you can't get on the website, okay? You know, you see the flyby, you see all the pictures. What, what's the locker room like? Leather couches for the players? <laughs> tent, tent, you know, jacuzzis, uh, you know, come on, give, give us some real inside skinny about the amenities there. This is not your bedroom. Yeah. You know, it, it, I walked through last week uh, with President Jackson, and she hadn't been there for probably a couple months. And what we saw was just now that the walls are going up, you can get a real feel of just how special this is going to be. And, uh, you know, we're going to be able to have 5,000-plus square foot, weight room in there that's going to be state-of-the-art we've got a training room that's just superb in every every aspect you know anthony otolano has just done an incredible job designing this you know and he's been with this the whole way through dana mcguane has really worked hard and so now you're going to see teams every team has a locker room so how much this is I, i'm serious with this question in 2003 when this thing came here for the east region final how, you know, in, in the snow bowl where we stood out here in the parking lot and, you know, uh, some of the guys brought snow blowers and we were burning fi fires and barrels and, you know, it was, it was a grand old time and you couldn't see from one end of the field to the other out at 86 field. Dr. Jackson had all the dignitaries there and they had that warming tent and, you know, how, how much of that experience do you think played into having a nice, warm, fully enclosed press <laughs> box in a, in a stadium that folks can actually watch, you know, in, in the inclement weather? Because uh, Dr. Jackson is a big fan of the program. She is, and she'll be here today. I've already, I've already talked to Dr. Knowles and said, yep, she's on her way. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I know that she loves her football, and she'll be out there. I saw the coat she wore that day, and she was, she was out there in the snow like everybody else. Coincidence, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Just a wee bit. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not sure how much it played, but I really feel like uh, her commitment, you know, through the Rensselaer plan and her commitment to athletics has really made 
Hey, you know, has made that possible. I know we have to wrap this up and move it along, but I do have one question, Jim. And a lot of our fans, and maybe I don't know how much you can answer this, but I'll throw it out there anyway. I, I joined RPI. I was a freshman in 1990. Played on the first postseason game, Bridgewater State ECAC game. Never had a chance to play in the NCAAs, but, but felt like we started something with Coach King. Um, and, you know, Coach King's been here going on 19 years now. Obviously, his record speaks for itself. The achievements speak for itself. How much of a direct impact has the football team's success under Coach King and that record been to allow the school to go out and build something like East Campus Village? I mean, would that have happened anyway? You know, it's a great question. And I think, you know, certainly success breeds more success, more commitment. And I think what Coach King and and, uh, many of our coaches have done has really taken us from maybe what used to be club programs to legitimate intercollegiate varsity programs. And I think, uh, you know, his success, the energy that that creates, and really the visibility. You look at the Rensselaer plan where we're looking for global reach and global impact. I mean, this football team is getting attention nationally now. We're 22nd in the country, and, and people really notice us. And I think that's been a building process since you were here. And you put us on the map, your group put us on the map, and it's just been a it's just been growing ever since. And so, so it's I'm going yeah. to pat you on the back as your head grows, and I'll have to take that thing off your ears. Jim, you're welcome anytime I'm in the huddle. In fact, we might have you as a co-host all the time. But <laughs> I, in all honesty, Frank, in the, in the spirit of equal time, equal process, you know, I, I guess we have to, as RPI folks, give, give kind of the mic back over to you. Jim, is there anyone, though, you want to say hello to? we got a lot of listeners. And I will say, you're a military man. I've, been, I've gotten some emails this week as we promote the show. We have guys listening in the Middle East on I know, the, on the Internet. We have soldiers of ours, guys defending our country. Thank you so much for all you do, because without you, we wouldn't have any of this. And you're an ex-military man, so thank you. So we just, you know, we want to thank those guys listening in the Middle East on separatemoon.com. I don't know what time of day it is over there in Kandahar or Iraq, but uh, thank you for listening. Jim, anything you want to send off folks with? Sure, I'd love to give a shout-out to our soldiers over uh, overseas. And as you know, we're in probably 125 to 150 countries around the world, and and uh, what they do every day, the commitment that they have every day, uh, is what allows us to do what we do here back in the States. So certainly a heartfelt thanks to all they're doing, and uh, certainly we're looking for a great game today. Eric, thanks a lot. Prediction, Jim? Anything? Great game. (laughs) Thank you, Jim Nolan, (laughs) Athletic Director, new this year at RPI. Thank you so much for joining us, Jim. And I'm going to take over the microphone for a second. I've got Andy Santillo, who is now a writer for the Troy Record, but... Uh, a few years back, he was a uh, uh, definite influence in our own broadcast on uh, WAVY uh, on the field with us. In fact, I think back uh, in your days of uh, helping us out with the game, Andy was actually on the field back then. So, uh, Andy Santillo, welcome. You're you're uh, covering uh, the uh, for the Troy Record, the uh, RPI engineers. So, uh, I'm not going to call you a traitor by any uh, means, <laughs> but uh, definitely, you know, it's well. Uh, don't worry about that. We'll, we can hear each other. He can hear me. I can hear him. This is this is live radio. Don't you love it? But nonetheless, uh, what drove you over across uh, Route 7 to the other side of the fence here? Well, uh, I guess, uh, you know, I needed, uh, you know, you got to get a job, you know. You gotta... <laughs> <laughs> so, just be honest with this. You don't have to <laughs> say that you get a better job. You know, working for our, working with RPI to do what's coming out of you. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, I don't, but I don't work for RPI, yeah, though. Well, I'm, I'm with the okay, media. I'm just trying to spin this. It's a robbery. 
Spin away, spin away, my friend. And, and Frank, I just want to say thanks uh, for having me on. But and it's Anytime. great. It's great for what you do. What you do for the, especially this league, which is, has really become a uh, premier league in, in Division Three football. Uh, uh, we we should see a good one. I mean, I'm I'm an Ithaca guy. I went to Ithaca. I have uh, I have some experience with rivalry games. Uh, the Cortica Jog. The Cortland Ithaca game. At, and uh, I'm, I'm, this is my uh, first one in quite some time since I've been out of school, so at least seven or so years. Uh, so I, I'm ready to see uh, if this lives up to the billing. You, you've been following RPI this year. They're, they're standing right now at 6-0 and uh, in a quest to go 9-0. and yeah, And, uh, you, you know, you've talked to Coach King, the players, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, what's the feeling around this team right now? You were around, I believe, a little bit of Union's uh, 2005 team that went 10-0. and is it a similar feel this year? Uh, certainly. I mean, you got a lot of guys in key positions who are seniors or older uh, older guys. I mean, this they, they feel like this is their year. I mean, uh, you know, they're they're six and zero. They're ranked twenty second in the country. They've still got a few large hurdles. This being one of them, Hobart next week. Uh, but Arena will always be tough too later on. Certainly, with three games left. I mean, I think the the movement of this game is now the the third to last game. Kind of puts it a little bit of different perspective. Still very important. But if, if RPI gets by this hurdle, they've got the last game ever at, at 86 Field next week against Hobart. They should be in good shape. What about Union's end of the ledger? I know you still pay attention to them being a local guy and all and having some uh, ties back to them. Uh, what do you think? What did you think when you saw one and three? And did you think they'd be clawing their way back to 500 like they have? Uh, yeah, uh, no, I was a little, I was surprised. I guess surprised. We, we knew that the Union was going to be young this year. They had a lot of people that they were filling in quarterback position. They, you know, they've got a freshman there now, Andrew Connolly. And uh, so one and three kind of surprised me because you're not used to seeing uh, either Union or RPI at this point, uh, you know, under 500. But the fact that they've been able to climb back to three and three doesn't surprise me. The play of a guy like Chris Coney, who, when we were at the uh, the the, uh, the luncheon for the media this earlier this week, nobody could say enough good things about this guy. I mean, Chris Coney to me, is probably one of the best rising stars in this league. No doubt about it. And uh, <laughs> No, not Eric Wren, Chris Coney. So, I mean, he's certainly going to be a guy to stop, but uh, when I talked to the union guys, uh, Justin Gallo, uh, a few of those guys, they said the Hobart thing, the Hobart game really righted the ship. No doubt about it. I called that game 38-35 on a last-second field goal uh, by Union. Uh, the kicking game's always been an interesting uh, thing, but uh, I was talking to Ben Raffles' parents, who's uh, the kicker for Union, and uh, he was hoping to get his cast off his hand, still has an eye. I said, don't worry about it. It's good for him to beat over the head of players. Uh, don't tell anybody <laughs> I said that. Just see a few people listening to this broadcast. But uh, let's get a prediction from you real quick. We've got to move along a little bit here today, uh, only because we're running behind. But what do you think is going to happen in this game? And give me a score prediction if you have to. And I know you're going to pick RPI, so go ahead. I'll turn around now. Well, I mean, Frank, as you know, I mean, throw the records out when, uh, when these two teams get together. I think you have to give the edge to RPI. Uh, you know, they've got all the, the right play, uh, pieces in place. They're 6-0, and uh, senior at quarterback who's looking to write all these new records uh, in the career record book. Uh, you know, they've got a balanced attack. They know what they're doing. Unions found themselves a little bit here in midseason, but I think you have to give the, the edge to RPI, although RPI's won this thing twice in a row. They've only won it three times in a row. 57, 58, 59. This has become a trophy game. I know that's bad, and I'm – I'm going to use that across the street when we're doing the uh, broadcast later, but that's not a stat I want to cherish uh, if we have to talk about it much more. I'm not going to give you a prediction score-wise just because uh, I have to cover the game, but 
I think RPI will win. I don't think it's going to be a shootout, although both teams have good offenses. I would say, if I had to guess, around a 27-21 type game, you know, in the 20s, uh, you know, it, it might come right down to maybe who has the ball last even. As it has been a few occasions uh, in the past. Any shout-outs you want to give? Uh, well, hey, just anybody who's listening, uh, you know, uh, my parents, I think, are listening, I think. Hi, Mom. I got, hi, Dad. I got some friends uh, back at my house who are still recovering from last night uh, that may be listening. So this will be a great game. I'm just ready to, you know, get this game going, and then hopefully it'll be, uh, you know, live up to the billing and uh, – you know that's about it. Then uh, get a little rowdy over here right now, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is. You can hear uh, you can hear the fans certainly in the parking lot. Uh, just a one, well, hopefully one, not all of it. <laughs> one plug though goes out to the record. Uh, you know we, record, we, yeah. cover, we cover we uh, cover RPI Union as much as we can. And uh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> and uh, well, Union you know most Union sports hockey. You know we give them some love in football. You know when they're doing well and. Uh, you know, so the record is the best place to find so your local sports after coverage. Today you'll be covering Union football, I guess, <laughs> is what you're trying to tell me. But, uh, Andy Santillo, we appreciate you joining us with the Troy record. Uh, and uh, formerly uh, Union College in Ithaca, <laughs> you've got your case of E3 football, and I'm sure we'll have you back on another time. Certainly. Thanks a lot, Frank. Thank I appreciate you. it. And you folks are listening to In the Huddle special tailgate extended pregame show here on 1160 AM, WABY, Mechanicville, and SaratogaMoon.com. And the archive, if you're listening to that, on blogtalkradio slash or dot com slash ll recap eric randy rejoining me now i see and i think you have a guest coming up right now we've got about a half an hour left so let's go oh so it's my turn it's your turn <laughs> john tessero well, former R- <laughs> this is, you got a big following here john we're here in the parking lot can you hear me first of all oh, okay you can hear me john you are a uh, two-year captain at rpi right that's right. You are a uh, defensive player, I believe. Yeah, I played uh, cornerback. What um, What years did you play now? You played from 2000. I graduated last year, uh, so I played, uh, let's see, the last four years. Um, we were 5-4, and 8-2, and 7-3, and three, and 8-2. and two. So, obviously, this is a rivalry you've been around. Where, where did you grow up? Where are you from? I'm from Amsterdam. Uh, oh, okay, Capital District. Yeah, I'm a... Kids kind of grew up, grew up with this type of atmosphere and and coming to some of the games and going to the camps. So I was well accustomed to it before I got here. John, uh, look at all these fans here. Of yours, this is, yeah, everyone. I'm scared that's right all, now. That's I, all. I'm so scared that's all. That's all for you, right John. Uh, well, they're they're, be, they're behaving. They're not swearing. They're behaving. Yes. Is uh, w- what's your biggest memory of this rivalry? Um, well, I'll tell you what. Last year, I I actually. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> what was that? Well, John, Frank, you know we 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 have to move this. We have to move this interview somewhere. So no, we're gonna ask you what your biggest memory of the rivalry is, John. Well, I guess I'd say uh, last year we played at Frank Bailey, and uh, we hadn't won there in a long time. And uh, I I had an interception to, to clinch the game. But you know what? That was a big memory. But I think a bigger memory was junior year I couldn't play. Uh, I, I tore my oblique muscle uh, in the Rochester game, the game before Union. And uh, we won on 86 field. And that means a lot to Coach King, and it means a lot to the program. And I'll have to say that that was my biggest memory. 
So you didn't get to play as a junior. Last year, you guys, you went out to Schenectady, you know, winner take all, a very important game. You went to the postseason. Uh, you know, obviously you didn't have the, you didn't have the success you wanted to in that first game, but how much of a playoff atmosphere in the regular season is this game treated as the players? I mean, I, I have my own experiences here, but I, I wasn't playing for an automatic qualifier. It was only a 16-team field back when I played. But what, what, what does this rivalry mean today for these players? Yeah, I mean, this, this rivalry means everything. I mean, it basically defines your season. I mean, you can have a subpar year, uh, kind of like the union team has lost some games that maybe they should win, they should have won and they've been in. Um, but if, if, if Union can, can play this game and win this game, it justifies their season. And it's the same thing for RPI. I mean, whether we're 2-4 and four or 5-0, and all, it don't matter. I mean, you win this football game, that makes your season. Do you like it on this end of the ledger, though, too, uh, now that you're not uh, suiting up with the pads and whatnot, to have this crowd behind you? Uh, picking on you when you're on the radio and everything else going on today. I mean, is it fun to be on this side of the ledger right now? You know, it is, but there's nothing like playing a football game, especially on 86 field. I mean, uh, the guys, the guys and the camaraderie that we have at RPI. Um, I mean, we, we, we love playing football, but I mean, it's nice to come out and support the guys, the guys that we've kind of taught the way to play and, and taught taught how to win the tradition and pride that we have in RPI football. This may be the toughest interview we've ever had. I tell you what, John, you got <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me get some of this. John, you got a you got a quite a quite a following here. I don't know what's going on, but um, you know, are you going to miss 86 field? This is the last year in 86 field? Yeah. Of course I'm going to miss it. I mean, uh, you know, I I don't I don't like this, the turf fields and playing on this field turf and astroturf. I mean, football was played on a nice grass surface. Maybe it might get a little muddy. I mean, hey, you notice how you're staring at my co-host Frank Rossi when you say that the uh, Union Radio broadcaster that turf field? No, I mean, Coach Kig. I mean, he's instilled it into us since we were freshmen that that it's a special place. And and guys like yourself, Eric, have played on that field and and, and know what it's like to win football games on big games, and, you know, it's a special place, and it really is to all of us. Eric, why don't we release him into captivity, or, or out of captivity, I guess is uh, the way of looking at it, but any shout-outs you want to give real quick? <laughs> I'll give a shout-out to, to my roommates that are over here and my teammates. You know, they're the reason why uh, I've had such a great time at RPI, both on the field and off. They're the reason why uh, I, I was successful at RPI. So we were just joined by John Tessero, two-year captain, defensive player, some big memories here at 86 Field and all their games. John, congratulations. Thanks for joining us. Good luck to your team you're rooting for today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Eric, we're going to move to some more interviews that you did on Wednesday. In the nick of time, we're going to move to these interviews that we had from Wednesday. So uh, why don't you uh, sit back, relax. We're going to uh, regroup here for a couple minutes. You're listening to 1160 AM, WABY Mechanical, and SaratogaMoon.com. And here with James McLaughlin, senior defensive lineman from Foxborough, Mass, uh, four-year player at RPI. James, thanks for joining us. And what's your personal biggest uh, memory of the rivalry in a particular game? Or I mean, all the games I've, that I've played in since I've been here have been really special. Um, one that comes in my mind in particular is probably my sophomore year. Um, a home game on 86 field against Union. 
Um, it was a close game all game, and then um, we sealed it off in the end with an interception by um, our nose tackle, and uh, it was something that I'll always remember. Coming out of Massachusetts, what does the rivalry mean to you being from out of state when you, you, know, you got here and probably didn't know a lot about it, and what does it become, become to you? Um, well, coming here, um, I heard about it. Um, my high school team, we had a, a big rivalry back home. So um, I, was, I wasn't really sure what to expect. I wasn't sure if it was going to be as big as maybe it was with my high school rivalries. But um, every year it's just gotten more and more extreme. And um, it's been really exciting to play in, and um, I'm proud to be a part of it. Great. Anything you know, extra special to you as a senior this year? Um, just the fact that it's the last season at 86 Field. Um, I mean, we want to take everything game by game and just go out there and hopefully stay undefeated on the 86. Best of luck to you on the game day. Thanks a lot. Can you hear me? We're live. In the middle of the whole tailgate, Frank. Hear the excitement, man. You can hear it over me. Oh, my. Something told me it's going to be a long day uh, here at RPI. Uh, Frank, uh, I, uh, Frank, you can tell me we're in Troy, baby. <laughs> what are you, what are you Frank, we're in Troy. Yeah. Frank, you got a garnet shirt on. Why don't you go stand? There's a, there's a couple questions. How's the wine and cheese? How's the wine and cheese, Frank? You know, it's, it's all, sta- all the standard, all the standard dishes, you know. Well, let me get my cardigan sweater on, and I'll go find out. But first, put your put your plaid sweater on, you know. It's, that's, that's all the standard stuff. Frank, this is, I tell you, we do have a lot of excitement, though. A lot of the fans here are real pumped up about this game. We're talking about the Dutch Shoes Contest. Final time at 86 Field here in Troy. Actually, I do have a hello I have to say, Frank. Go ahead. I have to say hello. To my own family, listening yep. spread out across the spread out across country. My my brother, my sister-in-law, my niece is down in, in outside of Pekinsfield, Grangeville. My parents, thank you, everyone. Hello, special hello. Good luck, niece Maureen, on your uh, SAT prep test. And I want to say hello, Frank and Rosemary Rossi, my parents who are listening, and uh, my entire family, Gina, Carmela, and all the rest that might be uh, tuning in here on the pregame show. Now, nonetheless, uh, you know, let's see. You know, we got lots of little kids here. Let's see if we can find a future participant. A future participant in, in the Dutch. Uh, or, well, this, this, or perhaps a I don't know football. If, I don't know if some of these folks understand radio, Frank. I mean, they're kind of just wandering around, uh, running around. <laughs> you know what? Let's just grab a union. Uh, a random union fan. All right, there you go, Frank. Ra- random union fan. Welcome to In the Huddle. Welcome to In the Huddle. And uh, don't mind our friends behind us. Uh, we're, we are down the middle uh, on our broadcast. What's your name? Tom Bolin. And Tom, uh, I think your son uh, plays for Union. Yes, he does. And uh, his position is uh, tight end. And uh, had a very long uh, touchdown grab, I remember, two weeks ago, about 67 yards or so. No, well, I'm a Union guy. I'm your broadcaster, so don't I, I don't worry, we're not we're not ambushing you, man. This this is a part of by a dual show. But you're at you're in Troy. You know, you got it, it happened last year in Schenectady. Are, are you a parent or a fan? A pa- parent, you're your tight end of uh, Bowen. Okay, great. So what, what do you think about the team this year so far? Uh, there a couple disappointing losses in the beginning, but uh, they've come around. They've been playing well the last few weeks. What do you think about today's game? 
Today's game's going to be tough. RPI's got a great team. Uh, it's, it's always a rivalry. No matter, I don't care if uh, you have no losses, no losses, we have no wins. It's always a good rivalry. It's always a, a bloodbath. And let's uh, say how the rest of the family you are. His mom, Chris's mom. Plainville High's in the house. Look at that. I'll tell you, I gotta, I can tell you something. You got a lot nicer gear than when I was in high school. I didn't have anything. You had nice, exactly. <laughs> it's amazing what they'll make parents pay for. That's the comment we just had. Now, got some nice sweats, nice sweatshirts. It's great. Now, Stephen, let me ask you a question. Now, you see this big rivalry game coming up here. Who's going to win first of all? Yeah. And what's the score going to be? Oh, I don't know. No guesses at all. Come on. No. A lot to a little, or? Come on, let's go over to Dad. Dad will give you a score. Okay, and <laughs> let, me, let me ask you, are you going to play for one of these teams someday? No. Oh, wait a minute. No, he just said Notre Dame or something, Frank. Baseball. He's a, he's oh, a baseball. baseball guy. Okay, great. Okay. We, we can appreciate that. We appreciate you joining us. We're sorry you chose the wrong route <laughs> to the know, area. It's, it's, it's the nature of the beast. Take care. Thank you we'll, so much. We'll protect you if we need to. Enjoy the game. So, there, you know, just getting random. Uh, Frank, I have a guy, though, that, that our, our fans have to hear from. Not so random, I uh, guess, right now. You know, I'm standing here in the parking lot, middle of middle of 86 field, well, middle of North Lot, Troy, New York. I'm with a guy that um, was kind of a mentor of mine. I came. You in got a lot of mentors. I do have a lot life. of mentors. I came in in 1990s, a freshman. There's a gentleman who's 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 here, a couple years older than me. He's got a he's got a long road to success. Ray Moran, Amsterdam High School, local product. He's played in a number of these games. Ray, you coached a little bit too. You coached the high school level. You spent some time coaching RPI. There's not many folks out there, Frank, that can speak to this rivalry with as much distinction as Ray Moran can. We're, we're live in the air. Final time, 86 Field. Thanks for joining us. Well, it's nice to be here. It's a beautiful day, and I don't think there could be better weather or better people to uh, witness this fine game against the Union Dutchman. Ray, you played in a lot. You played in. I almost say you played a lot of these games. I mean, I'm kind of making it sound like you, but we were here a long time. You, you, uh, you were here for a little bit. You stepped away. You came back. You, you, your career spanned, you know, a few years. I had the privilege of playing with you in the first postseason game at RPI. So it's great to be talking to you, Ray. This rivalry, you know, it's gone on for over 100 years. RPI hasn't had a chance to win three in a row other than since 1950. You, you've seen kind of what they want to call, I guess, I don't know, not lean years, but, you know, you haven't seen the postseason repetitive success that some of these players have. What's it, what's it mean as an alumni, someone now that we're in our late 30s, to see this team and the things that they're doing and the accomplishments that they've made? Well, to the building blocks that the former players have, have uh, done for the program, like yourself and and yourself. Well, the people that that are here in the parking lot and the people that will be over at the field today, Joe and his staff, uh, of us um, have been part of the staff at one point, too. I mean, there's a significant number of alumni that have been part of the staff, so that building block and that chemistry has been carried over year to year. And now the kids are just – they're better than we were. They're faster. Um, they uh, – they have adopted a style of football that's been extremely successful for them, and and uh, it's it's a joy to watch them play every week. Well, that, that raises an interesting point. Let me let me ask you a question. Why all of a sudden? I mean, Coach King, you know, has done a great job. Coach Antino's done a great job in Union. You know, there's good coaches in the Liberty League. It's a really balanced conference. But what is the formula? I mean, did it take a hundred years of RPI football to turn around a program into a program that 
all of a sudden now is competing. I know you play in a conference now that has an automatic qualifier, so right there is something you can shoot for to get the NCAAs, you know, RPI, Union, Rochester, all these teams that play in the Liberty League have a shot to win it and go to the postseason. But how come, for whatever reason, since 1990 and beyond, at least from a Troy perspective, why has RPI been able to turn around when in the previous 100 years they couldn't? Well, I think it really started just before I came here, but really 87, we had a significant number of people that started to come here that their number one goal other than school was football. And when you have people that want to play football, uh, it tends to lead a program in a direction that's positive, and you start getting kids from positive programs that won. They want to continue that winning success, and Joe has been able to go out and find those kids. And they are here, and uh, they are unwilling to bend to the past losing trend that was there. And to me, the rivalry here really begins with me in 87, and uh, since then it's been extremely competitive and really swung in our favor. Ray, we got to keep it moving. I know uh, you got a long day, but real quick, I know your prediction will be probably RPIs and RPI guy, but you got, you got to score the day, Ray. The last few years have been a touchdown or less. What do you what do you think of this year, this team? What do you like about the, about today? Well, if uh, the big man is throwing the ball and Silvassi is catching it, I'm going to say it's going to be 35 to 21. There you had it, Ray Moran, former defensive standout, RPI, local proctor, Amsterdam High School. You're uh, on 1360 ABY. Frank, you're another guest. 1160 ABY. Right, 1160, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, get those numbers right. Uh, you know, it's a long day. Hey, Adam Samroff, uh, who does Around the East for uh, D3Football.com. We only have a couple seconds because we got to jump to some equal time portion of our program. I'll explain that in one second. But uh, you wrote a, a very nice article yesterday about this game. Let's get your just quick take on what we're going to see in your prediction real quick if we can. Um, I think you're going to see a good game between both teams. You always do. You can throw the records out. You know, It doesn't matter. RPS undefeated at all. Um, at my prediction, I made on the on the message board for D3 football, um, RPI 28, Union 17. And that's why we're keeping this quick. See? <laughs> although, you're, although you're a big <clears throat> publisher of D3football.com, did not pick an RPI win today. That's true, actually. He did not. I did not. I did not see that. I also know that uh, the, the managing editor of said, of said website uh, is in Texas <laughs> today. Instead of coming up to said uh, website. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. Anybody want to say hi to real quick? Um, my family, um, my uh, my cousin uh, actually is an RPI graduate, but that's not, you know, that doesn't mean anything for my coverage. <laughs> Adam Samroth, thanks for joining us. We've got Alex Audino who's going to be on the field with us here on the 1160 AM broadcast in a little bit. Alex, how you doing? Good, how are you doing, Frank? Good, thanks. What's the team thinking? I know you're around the team a lot at uh, Union College being a student yourself. What's the team feeling like right now? We're going to go into a few interviews with them from Wednesday uh, right outside of this interview, but what's that team uh, feeling uh, coming into this big rivalry game? The team's feeling real confident. They know that they're coming in at 3-3, three and three, and that RPI obviously has not lost yet, but they know that they're only two plays away from being 5-1. and one. They're real confident. They think that they can beat them. They obviously know that, you, that RPI has capability to beat them. They've proven last year, throughout this year, that they're probably the better team so far, most people would say. But Union's extremely confident. They think they're going to hit some big plays, and they know uh, RPI's going to get a healthy dose of Chris Coney. You're going to have an interesting day on that sideline. Why don't we go to some interviews? First interview, actually, is Chuck Caliades, who is injured uh, for the rest of the season, but he did come to lunch and has a little more perspective. And also uh, after him will be Josh McKelligan and Kevin Rottenstrock. Uh, so we'll roll these, and then we're going to close things out here in the parking lot. You're listening to 1160 AM, WABY Mechanical, and uh, SaratogaMoon.com, and BlockTalkRadio.com slash LL Recap on the Archive. This is the Fighting Dutchman Radio Network uh, doing the tailgate party outside the Dutchman Shoes game. 
here with senior wide receiver Charles Kelly, 80s from Ridgewood, New Jersey. Do you have a special memory from the rivalry over your career at Union? Uh, you know, I got here as a freshman, and uh, we had an unbelievable run, you know, undefeated in the regular season, and uh, it capped off with a 49-42 victory over RPI uh, at Frank Bailey Field, and uh, it was just a great game. It was unbelievable to be a part of, and uh, it was just a great way to, you know, cap an undefeated regular season, you know, winning the shoes and such a monumental game, you know, probably 6,000 people there. It was a great atmosphere and, you know, a, a really great win for our program. Not having it work out your favorite last couple of years, what does the rivalry still mean to you, even though you haven't tasted the victory in the last couple of years? All right, I mean, as you said, you know, we haven't had the shoes the last two years, but, you know, it's still a great game. You know, we're, we're always excited for it. And, you know, you know whether our record's 3-3 three and three or 6-0, and oh, you know, we're always excited to play RPI and, you know, be a part of this rivalry. And, you know, it's always a special game. What does this game mean to the seniors? Oh, it's huge. You know, to, you know we haven't had the shoes, you know, at, since freshman year. So, you know, to, to go out as seniors and, and win the shoes, you know, especially at RPI, um, that would be a huge, huge uh, victory for us, you know. Good luck on the game here Saturday, and uh, best wishes to your you as you progress the rest of your career. Thank you very much. This is Eric Ryan in the huddle here with Union Senior Tight End Josh McElligan. Thanks for joining us, Josh, in the Union pregame show, Dutch Shoes. Uh, basically, biggest memory in your four years here of the Dutch Shoes contest? Absolutely, every every year. Every year is a big memory. Every year is a big memory for what's, me. What's, what's the one thing that stands out in your mind is, is, is of the games? Um, the thing that stands out the most is probably my freshman year when we won. Uh, came down to the last game, last it was an undefeated season for us. And then, I mean, that would be my biggest memory with that. Talking about that shootout there that set you guys in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a big win. Uh, well, you've played four of these. You've been around. You know, it's a big rivalry, so... Hopefully you're going to end up, I know you'd like to go out on a positive note with a win, so uh, hopefully you can do that. Anything you'd like to say, Josh, to the students and the fans and everyone out there listening? Um, i just say it's, it's, going to be, it's going to be a battle. Hope everybody enjoys the game and come out ready for a good one. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Um, wish you luck on the field Saturday, and uh, congratulations on a great career. All right, thank you. Here with Kevin Routenstrout, senior from Buffalo, New York, Union College Fighting Dutchman. Kevin, congratulations so far on a great career. You know, you've had some memories in the last three years of your career. Give us some of your biggest memories or biggest memory or you know, things you take away from the Dutch Shoes Contest. Um, you know, I think the, the biggest one that comes to mind is the last time we won. Uh, it was 49-42 in our undefeated season when I was a freshman, and that was a, that was a big game. That was good. And, um, you know, then last year we just came up a little short, and, uh, you know, that's kind of the driving motivation behind this week. And uh, that was a good game last year, and we're expecting another another good one coming up here now. Great. And this Saturday as a senior is the last time we're going to be able to play this game. Um, what does it mean to you, the last one? It means a lot. You know, this is the biggest game of the year for us. You know, the one to circle on the schedule. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, it would mean an awful lot to everyone I know, all the seniors, if we could win this game. And, uh, you know, to come out and, and play well in this game means a lot. I mean, you know, we're 3-3 three and three right now. This is kind of our, our playoff game here. You know, this one's the one that means the most now. And we're kind of just trying to get back on our feet from earlier this year. And, and to come out and this, win this game would, would be huge. I mean, it would be absolutely the biggest thing that could happen to us this year. Great. Anything uh, in closing you want to say to the, your fans, your student body, the folks in the Capital District, anyone who's listening out there that supported you throughout the years? Uh, you know, just thank you, and I'll have to keep it going here. And, uh, you know, we thank everybody for coming out, and hopefully we can uh, make you all proud this weekend. Good luck on Saturday. Uh, thank you very much.
Okay, folks, we are uh, winding down here in the post game or the post game. Post game, Chief. Your post game. I right won. Who won? <laughs> <laughs> Union did. Don't worry about. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Wake up, Frank. It's well, a bad dream. Well, why don't we go into predictions? I'm going to let you start. Well, I tell you, what, this is where we actually let's take our our. Wait a minute. There you go. Your battery's dying. Oh, my battery's dying. Okay, thank you. So here, here here's my prediction as a. In the huddle, D3 analyst and a RPI fan. Hey, this, you know, I played in this game, Frank. I played in this game four times. Records truly, truly get thrown out the window. When cavemen it, it, were around, by when cavemen were around, when the when the scoreboard was that hand with the with the moving arm, there was no there was no LED digital scoreboard. Uh, no, I, you throw records out the window. Both of these teams, at the end of the day, this truly is a, a big rivalry in the capital district. There is there is no there is no sense of, of, of records. There is no sense of, of who's who's doing what. You focus on this all week. Regardless of the situation, both teams come to play. So that that being said, I don't care if RPI six and oh and on top of the Liberty League and Union has a couple of losses. There's a lot of focus. It's gonna be a very tight game. Union always knows a way to come out and play RPI tough, just like RPI always finds a way to play Union tough. Last several games have been decided by a touchdown or less. I think it's going to be a close game. I think RPI is going to come out trying to throw the ball. It's a nice day here today in Troy. The sun's out. There's no wind. It's probably about 54, 55 degrees. Field is a little messy, though. I did see it earlier. Would you give that up, Frank? <laughs> Schenectady propaganda with the wet field. You guys got something, I'll tell you. I don't know what it is. But, so, no, the conditions are great. Field is in good shape. I walked it myself, so maybe you walked a different field. But field's in good shape. It's sunny out. There's no wind. Perfect conditions for the Jimmy Robertson show, the Jimmy Robertson aerial show, McCarthy, Savasi, the running backs are feeling good. You know, hey, I'll tell you what, Coach Aldino's going to have his troops fired up. He's going to have them. He knows this program well. It's going to be a close game, I think. I think our, I, I do think RPI has more weapons. I don't think they're going to walk off the last game in A6 field and not win this against Union. I think it's going to be decided by about five or six points, less than a touchdown. But at the end of the day, the Jimmy Robertson factor, the Aaron Savasi factor, senior leadership is just too much for you to handle. Give me numbers. Give me numbers. 28-24 RPI. 21-20 Union. Uh, it's going to be uh, RPI scoring a last-minute touchdown, missing extra point. That's my prediction. We don't have much time to get into the hows and whys, but that's my prediction, 21-20 Union. But no matter who wins, folks, we enjoyed having you in the huddle with us today. Uh, Frank Rossi, Eric Wren here on 1160 AMW ABY Mechanicville. SaratogaMoon.com and BlogTalkRadio.com slash LL Recap uh, on the archive. We hope that you do get to listen to the archive. If you uh, didn't get to listen live, obviously you are listening to it. If you hear me say that, I guess. Well, yeah, because if you're listening live, you're not really on the archive. But live does rhyme with archive. Does it? Live archive? Is there such a thing as a live archive? Not really. (laughs) Frank, hopefully I'll tell you what. We're going to leave our fans with this. If RPI wins today... You and I, you can come down and meet us if you're listening live. Come down and meet us at the Rook later because Frank's going to be eating chicken wings in Troy. And if uh, Union wins, you come to Geppetto's with me in Schenectady? No, but that doesn't make sense. Next no, year. Don't even. Folks, we got a break for about 10 to 15 minutes here. We're going to get you to kick off of the game here on WABY. So stay tuned. We're going to send it back to Terry in the studio who's going to run some music for you in the meantime. Again, you're listening to 1160 AM, WABY Mechanicville, and Saratoga Moon. Thank you very much.